0: This week on Jordan and Jake. Robbie Anderson, I just truly believe that was a great signing. Josh McCown's on the practice squad.
1: Me and you played with Josh 100 years ago.
0: Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome.
1: Hey, Panther World, welcome to the Jordan Jake podcast powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care your way. Jake, that's called a live read right there. That's what I just and did, Joe, man. It,
0: you're the master <laughs> at it. It's, it's unbelievable how smooth you are. It's fantastic.
1: Well, I'm just, you know, cool, calm, and collected. That's all I am, Jake. But I can't, I wasn't last night because. The NFL started. I was so excited. Did you watch the game? What would you think of it? Let's just get right into it.
0: Listen, I did watch it. Um, I started watching directly at kickoff. Uh, We were, you know, doing things outside and whatnot. So could not wait. Uh, It was a family atmosphere at the house. Uh, We had it on. We ate dinner watching the first half. Uh, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but you know what? That's our life, and we enjoyed it, and we loved it. (laughs) So it was great to see. um, It does seem odd with the little fans in the stands. uh, I will say that. But, you know, um, I just thought it was great having it back on. um, Some normalcy. I think that's the biggest thing. I was very anxious, Jordan. Yes, I wanted to see the game, pre-snap penalties and, and everything else. But I was very curious to check out the officials. There's many new officials this year. And all these officials go to training camp. And they're able to adjust their eyes to the speed of the game and and, and things like that. Well, they couldn't do that this year. And we all know how the preseason is. They want to emphasize the new rules, so they flag happy. So I was kind of happy last night that it wasn't one of these kind of flag fest type of games. I thought it was fairly clean for the most part.
1: No, I I thought it was, too. I was expecting more offsides, more, you know, maybe uh, motion penalties, defensive holding, stuff like that. But it looked pretty darn clean and to your point about odd with the limited stands i i heard uh the commentators collinsworth said i think it was collinsworth said at one point this is like a game when the home team's losing 53 to 2 in the fourth quarter you know that's kind of what it looked like but it's going to be even weirder jake watching the panthers on sunday with no fans in the stands right like limited fans we've seen limited fans before like they said it'll blow out or late in a preseason game or something like that but no fans is going to take some getting used to but either way i'm with you it was just it felt like such a privilege i had a sixth grade soccer game i went and watched in a park and then i watched pro football Jake, you would have. i mean it was like i was living the dream last night it just felt so good
0: it, it did and listen uh I can't wait for Sunday. I don't know if I'll sleep Saturday night, uh, just to be able to, (laughs) just to watch it all. I mean, I know for me, I'm going to hit the trifecta because I'm going to watch the Panthers at one o'clock. Then I believe it's the saints and Tampa at four and I'll watch the red zone, but I'm going to pay close attention. And then Sunday night, I believe it's Dallas uh, and the Rams. Uh, I think it's the Rams Sunday night. Um, but somehow, someway, I have to tune in to watch Cam Newton uh, in the New England Patriots. I think that's going to be kind of what everyone in the NFL, you're going to want to see Tom in Tampa, but you're definitely going to want to see Cam Newton and the Bill Belichick uh, New, uh, New England Patriots.
1: Dominique Foxworth said Cam Newton was going to be the MVP this year. What do you think about
0: that? Um, we'll see. I'm not so sure. And listen, I could be completely wrong. I'm just not so sure the talent around Cam um, is – the greatest in new england skill wise
1: well if he's healthy because i've been his teammate when he's healthy and he's got something to prove and who knows but i'm with you i'm going to definitely watch him i got I'd, I'd be remiss jake we talked about it before we went on air the beginning I, I was anxious to watch the beginning of the game last night all the pre-game stuff with the with the uh star spangled banner and the teams and the texans stayed in they didn't come out and You know, and then they did the sign of unity and you could hear booing from the stands, some booing. And it's been, you know, widely reported that the players heard it and things like that. I just, Jake, I got to say, and I know it's, you know, stick to sports or whatever, but I just don't understand, like, when people are locking arms at midfield doing a sign of unity, how does that get booed? Like, we we as a society, we just will boo the hell out of anything just for the hell of booing. And it's like, man, we've got it going back together. We're barely allowed to have fans in. Don't boo the freaking unity thing. Like, golly, I know I could get worked up on it, Jake, but you you take over. I, I've said my piece.
0: Well, listen, I, I didn't, like I said, I started right at kickoff, so I missed that. Then I heard them kind of speak about it, and my mind was like, come on, let- let's let's try to get some normalcy back you know the television that's on tv these days there's never anything positive whatsoever you know let's hey listen this is some normalcy for the fall let's i don't i'm like you jordan i don't want to get worked up over it but come on let's just let's let's move forward please well it's like you guys get in trouble for kneeling and then they
1: get in trouble from other people if they don't kneel so like, hey, let's let's do a compromise. Let's move forward. Let's do a midfield arm lock. You, we're here for unity. Boo! We don't want to be united. Like, oh! But then let's in unity cheer for the same team. Anyways, people, we gotta we gotta move on, man. You gotta be able to celebrate human beings saying, "Let's let's come together." That's
0: well. That's and Jordan, end. we we we're unique in in the sense that. I mean, just look at the locker room whenever we were in a locker room. Some of my better friends are – you You grew up in Fru- Fruitland, Idaho. I grew up in Brobridge, Louisiana. There's nothing about Fruitland and Brobridge that are remotely similar whatsoever. Correct. And, you know, we grew up in essence two different lifestyles. Like Steve Smith, how good of friends we were with Smitty. Sm- Smitty grew up in East L.A. I didn't grow up in East L.A. You know, I just – our locker room, we were very lucky um, to be able to kind of me- listen. I think that's the biggest thing. We we knew how guys grew up. We listened. We understood. We have different thoughts and processes and and things of that nature. I, so I think we were very lucky in that regard with what we did for a living. Oh, no,
1: 100%. And I see it now being back in my hometown coaching. You, you only know what you grow up around, right? And you're taught Correct. what you grow up around. and. And I don't mean like necessarily a political viewpoint or anything like that, but you just exposure is limited to your peer group as you come up. And so a lot of people don't have the opportunity. Like you just said, military people see it. They go in and it's a diverse group of people, uh, athletes, if they get to continue on playing, see it. But anyway, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was a great attempt by both teams to be involved in the movement that's happening without trying to distract majorly the star-spangled banner. And so there's going to be more of that. There's going to be more booing. You and I won't talk about it forever, but I just thought it would be responsible if we didn't say something. So the Panthers play the Raiders on Sunday. Okay, no fans there. So there will be no, no booing one way or another, no cheering either. But the Raiders are pretty good, Jake. The Panthers have got up to four defensive rookie starters. We got a new O-line, a new coordinator. What in the world is going to happen, Jake?
0: I think you hit it on the head. The, the, the point. There's a couple of things I want to watch in this game that I want to focus in on. One, obviously, we want to. I want to see Teddy Bridgewater, the new addition of Robbie Anderson with DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel and, and, and Christian. I want to see how Joe Brady calls the game. He's never called a pro game. Uh, I want to see Teddy distribute the ball, take care of the football. But Jordan, the thing that it's glaring to me is that I want to see the Raiders' offensive line versus the Panthers' defensive line. Um, we're starting a couple of young guys up front: Derek Brown, top ten pick; Gross Matos, second round pick; uh, getting KK back. Um, and and we, if you want to look at it, and I try to look at it through this lens of KK was would have been a top ten pick in this draft, top five pick. So we have two top ten picks that are starting up front, two big, massive. Um, dancing bears. I like to call them a them Dan you know? Henning, so, Dan Henning. There you go. So I want to, I'm anxious <laughs> to see that, but the Raiders, John Gruden is going to want to run the football. Josh Jacobs. He's a, he he's a bruiser. He's a pounder. Uh, I think to hear <coughs> whitehead said it best listening to some of his talks this week, the guy runs angry, runs violent. So they're going to try to establish the line of scrimmage. Um, and so that's going to be the two things I want to watch Teddy in this offense, but definitely, the O line of the Raiders versus the D line of the, um, of the Panthers.
1: How high are you on Carr? I know that he's a guy that a lot of people love (laughs) to beat up, but he's got good weapons. Jake Waller, the tight end kind of a success story overcoming some drug problems to be a premier tight end Renfro, the little scrawny white guy out there that runs impeccable routes and and has had a good start to his career. And then rugs, you know, the top, top pick receiver they got this year. So, Carr should be able to have you know good weapons to throw to against a secondary, Jake. I'd love for you to speak to as well for the Panthers that's got a rookie at corner and some a new safety and uh, a little bit of uncertainty there as well.
0: Well, without a doubt. And the thing with Derek Carr and kind of, you know, there's the talk within the talk of. John Gruden is not truly in love with him as the franchise guy. That's why they signed Mariota. And you heard John Gruden effusive in his praise of uh, Mariota. But Carr, the big thing with him was that he never truly pulls the trigger. Um, You know, big, strong. He's bigger than David, who we played with. He's stronger than David, has a stronger arm. Uh, But it's like he's hesitant to pull the trigger. And when John dials up some of these uh, scheme Pass plays that he has based off the running game. He wants to take shots. I mean, that's John's deal. Back to the Joey Galloway in Tampa, uh, get the big down the field shot, and that's probably why Rugs uh, was the draft pick there. So, uh, anxious to see if Derek does pull the trigger. Derek uh, talks a good game. He, you know, he he said he's not letting anything bother him anymore. That that remains to be seen. So. The secondary, you would like to think um, the Raiders, their mindset, hey, we're attacking this secondary. They're young. We're going to run by them. We're going to attack them. Uh, They're starting a fourth-round pick. Uh, Dante Jackson's only in his third year, very young. Jeremy Chin, where where will he be lined up? Is he going to be more of a backer? Is he going to play safety? Trey, the communication is going to have to be key, Um, and especially with no crowd noise. So the communication with Trey on the back end and um, I I just – I think that's going to be critical in this football game.
1: What is cross Matos going to do when he steps out there and Trent Brown is opposite him? The gigantic well, – yeah. the guy was 6'8", 380, Jake. 300 – I weighed like 305 at 6'5". This guy would would pick me up and throw me out of the way, Jake. How – what – Josh Jacobs should get 35 carries against a two rookies on the D line at times. Behind like you said, behind this D line. I'm just it's gonna be a heck of a test. I'm gonna be so
0: proud of our guys that they get this win because they are
1: in in for it with this front, this offensive front of the Raiders, man.
0: Yeah, Jordan, I, I think I think that's gonna be a big challenge. And um that's 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 what it's so exciting for me. This the newness, the Matt Rule, the the, the Phil Snow, the Joe Brady. Uh, and listen, this team is a solid football team. They lost, I think, five out of the last seven. So you never want to go into the offseason really not having any momentum. And they truly did not have momentum, the Raiders. But the talent is there. Um, so hopefully we can have some new wrinkles here and there. Um, listen, Derek Carr, these linemen, uh, the offensive line, they, they used to his his voice, his inflection, his cadence, and things of that nature. Our guys have just practiced with Teddy. It's never been a game situation. Joe Brady has never called a game before. Uh, Phil Snow, I don't believe, has ever coordinated an NFL football game. So there's going to be a lot of things that – there's going to be so much to talk about next week, just the whole schematics of a Matt Rule-led football team with all the newness that's involved, whereas – Gunther, the defensive coordinator uh, from the Raiders, a longtime D coordinator, likes to attack and send pressure. John Gruden, we all know the success that he's had in the NFL, how many times he's coordinated a game. So um, the advantage goes to the Raiders in that regard. But the youthfulness of the Panthers, you're hearing about length, you're hearing about speed and things of that nature. Can we neutralize some of this? Girth that the Oakland Raiders have. Uh, oh gosh, sorry about that. The whole yeah, Vegas, Vegas
1: Raiders. Up front. It's all right. Yes, we have to institute a fine system for any of week that. Week one. That it's on.
0: week one. It's week one. Give me a break. I know.
1: No, I'm going to do it too. That's what I'm saying. Uh, what we do have though is we have a former Oakland Raider on our team to hear Whitehead. That's middle linebacker for us now, and he's a he's a captain. The Panthers announced their captains: Teddy Bridgewater, Christian McCaffrey, Russell Okung. On offense, KK, Shaq, and Whitehead on defense. That's an advantageous, Jake, when you've got a student of the game from another team. That happened numerous times when we were playing together. And you, Some guys would come in, and you would ask them, all right, tell me about the Saints. You could have an O-lineman for the Saints or a D-lineman for the Saints would come in, and he's just some guy. You're like, all right, tell me, what are their calls when they're going to run a twist? Or and, and some guys had no clue. It's like they never even studied or knew the old offense they were in. But Whitehead, I gotta think, knows this offense pretty well and can share some of that information with his teammates, don't you think?
0: Yeah, definitely so. And and listen, they could change signals and whatnot, but I truly believe um I truly believe that Gruden probably didn't change that many signals and things like that. That's been carried that's been carried over most of those signals from the nineties, you know? Well, they, and there's no time this off
1: season. You can't change yes. much this offseason anyways. No.
0: Correct. So uh, hopefully he can pick up, even if it's one or two things during the course of the game. Um, I know the first time we played the Saints, uh, my first year in Carolina, Princeton Bugner, uh, Mike Rucker, and that bunch, I, I just told them guys, listen, if there's going to be black is usually the live color, they're changing a the play. And if they change a the play, it goes to two. Uh, if you see a quarterback, say, red over and kind of touches behind, they're going to run away from the force, so away from if we have a safety down. Uh, just you try to give them things like that. If it's inside the five-yard line on a, sh- or any, a goal line situation or a short yardage sh- a situation, it's going to be on the, the second hut. It's going to be set, hut, hut. You try to give them little things um, and any type of advantage that you can give your teammates, you definitely want to use that.
1: All right. Well, our offense, though, Jake, I'm really excited to see. I'm excited to see our defense as well. There's just so much uncertainty there about who's going to do what. I do think, though, last thing about the Raiders O-line, they cannot be in awesome shape. And they're big old guys. So late in the game, I'd like to see the pass rush of the Panthers accelerate with our, like you said, our young, youthful tall bodied guy. So that, that's what I want to see there. Offensively, Jake, our offense is pretty good, man. The Panthers offense I, on paper has lots of weapons.
0: We, we have weapons. And listen, if I'm, what I know, my book on Joe Brady is he spread them out last year at LSU, that extreme talent. And we saw one of the talented guys, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire rushed over 100 yards last night and looked outstanding for the, the Chiefs. But he had so much talent at LSU last year. They spread it out. They, in essence, ran one protection where uh, Joe Burrow just got them into the right. Uh, he would just designate where the line would slide. So I'm anxious to see how much, uh, or how much freedom or reign Teddy has at the line of scrimmage. Uh, and what exactly we're going to be doing uh, offensively. Because, listen, I've used the word distributor for Teddy. I truly believe that's what he needs to be in this offense because we do have weapons. D.J. Moore is a true number one receiver. This is going into year three. Um, what I've seen for the last year in person and, and also as a rookie, he's a true number one. Curtis Samuel, um, he's a rocket. I want to see a little more out of him. But Robbie Anderson, I just truly believe that was a great signing He's already had a history with Matt Rule and every indication out of camp, they're very pleased with him. So those are four weapons that we can trot out there that we can give defense um, some sleepless nights.
1: And Christian McCaffrey is not bad either, so we'll have a little bit of uh, attention paid well, to him. I, you know, I got Yeah, it I
0: mean, me. McCaffrey is like, what, what, I don't want to be that Homer guy, but what more do you say about him? you know it's like i
1: know i'm getting sick it's like like
0: luke (laughs) well okay back to our back to the back to luke hey what he brought last year how many times did luke check the defense check the play announce the which side the, the offense was running what they're running make the check when the offense make the check i mean listen that's a lot on the shoulders of shaq and tahir whitehead that is a great deal What Luke brought, not only his physical play, but the mental uh, uh, capabilities that Luke uh, possessed, that's, that's hard to replace.
1: I think if the Panthers wanted to have increased viewership on the website, we should have a camera follow Luke around watching this game. His first time ever watching, not as a player, and just the frustrations. He'll be yelling out from probably the press box, I'm guessing, since he's in scouting now yelling the play down and then if they don't pick it up he's just going to be throwing his pencil into the <laughs> into the stand so frustrated but no you're right jake um can we talk about practice squad for a second because it fits Yeah, normally practice that w- squad that was my life that was my yeah, life Jordan. for a while you were on the practice and you still could be that's yes. the amazing thing about 2020 jake you could be jake delome a practice squad player so this year well there's all why, all new rules my
0: phone's not ringing my phone is not ringing i don't understand well it.
1: just wait josh mccown's on the practice squad me and you played with josh 100 years ago and the guys tried to retire numerous times gone into high school coaching moved all over the u.s he still keeps getting jobs now He's got what could be the greatest job in all professional sports. He's on practice squad living in Texas for the Philadelphia Eagles. Can you believe this?
0: I can't believe it, but (laughs) I truly believe that was a pretty smart move by the Eagles. So, Talk us through it, Jake, because I don't get it. Okay. All right. So, well, first things first, let's talk about the contract. Practice squad this year is $8,000 a week. Okay? But... You can pay more than that to keep a player because certain sometimes during the season, teams will want to claim somebody of the practice squad, and the team does not have room to activate this player. They want to keep him. The the player wants to stay because there's possibly a future at his current home. They can bump up his pay. So Josh is getting paid twelve thousand dollars a week, is what's being reported. And he is living in Tyler, Texas, and he is doing virtual meetings and practice. And staying in shape uh, as the Corona quarantine quarterback just in case there's an issue along the way. Josh proved last year, signed late in the season with Philly, uh, went had to play for them and actually played pretty darn well. But what a gig to be home, collecting 12 grand a week, uh, get up in the morning, you know, make your coffee, you can do it in your slippers, and log in to meetings watch practice, you're back in film uh, later in the day, um, just in case something would happen. So that's pretty unique about this uh, this year. There's 16 practice squad players. You can protect four during the course of the week so they're not claimed. I believe there's something about dressing out a couple of practice squad players. Things are very different this year, but kudos to him uh, and his agents for and the Philadelphia Eagles for working that out.
1: Let's just say right now, the Carolina Panthers call you and say, we need you to be our online QB practice squad guy. And you can't say no. How long do you need until you could feel like you could salvage one game out of your old body? Do I have to play? That's the question. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you got it. You're going to be a Josh McCown guy, but week 12, a coronavirus outbreak. Jake, we need you. One game. Come on. Are you ready by week 12?
0: Yeah. I'd be ready. Oh, God. Um I want to go in the shotgun and yep. I want I want to go empty and mm-hmm. I want everything to be a three-step drop. So how quickly uh, are you
1: crumpling to the ground Tom Brady style when the first defender gets near you?
0: Uh faster than Tom Brady does that. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'd love to see it. Who knows, Jake? This We're out of time, but this season, anything can happen, so Jake, you might want to start warming up that arm, man. But, hey, I'm excited like you are to watch all these games this weekend. It feels like a great privilege, as I said, as you said, and I got I got high hopes for the Panthers this year. I know there's a lot of people hating on them because of all the reasons that you and I have discussed today, but I got a feeling that some good things are going to happen, Jake, and I sure hope it does, right?
0: I hope it does, Jordan. I think we'll play with a lot of effort, energy, and emotion. And I know people might say, well, aren't you supposed to do that? Yes. But sometimes, and you've been on teams that sometimes it's just not there for whatever reason. But I'd like to think um, that you're going to see some guys flying around. I think you're going to see a ball hawking defense. Um, The little things I've seen in practice just from trying to strip and punch the football out. Hopefully, that can yep. be kind of who the Panthers are in 2020.
1: Well, we'll see this weekend, Jake. Good talking to you as always. Uh, look forward to speaking with you next week. This has been the Jordan Jake Podcast, powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care your way.